0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to episode 5 of the AWL Talk Show. I am rejoined by my co-host, Dawson Sohn. Say hello, Dawson. Hey, guys. And also joined by the guest star I, that I've had on here before from episode 2, Stephen Doctor. Say hello, Stephen. Hello. And we will be recapping what went on at the very boring seating games, and we will also be recapping the World Series, which will take place on August 31st at 10 a.m. So... Seating games. Dawson, you were not there. Um, your team struggled. First, we'll go mm-hmm. into that series. Third and fifth place game. Nothing short of a disaster of a series. Let me just tell you. Uh, the Slime didn't have enough players show up. They had two players show up. And mm-hmm. they had to have myself play for them left handed. And the Guardians had one player show up. So Steven Doctor and Danny Romesser played for the Guardians left handed. It got ugly. Steven would you agree? I mean, just an ugly series. Although it was very fun to play in. It was very ugly.
1: I mean, it's always fun to play wiffle ball, but it was just such a mess. it was very fun, but it
2: was weird.
0: It it was definitely weird with Denny on the mound throwing left-handed. <laughs> I and wish I was there
2: to see that. It it, it was it was ugly. <laughs> and
0: I pitched I pitched left-handed as well. We, it was everybody was throwing up Ephesus to each other and it's just say the slime won by a million both times well actually the first game was close right i believe the first game was six four uh ryan pitched pretty well actually zach pitched pretty well too he had the lead after the first inning and uh yeah a shock for dawson dawson's in disbelief (sighs) that zach actually had a good day but yeah zach pitched pretty well we uh came through in the end um the slime did end up taking game two as well i think that one was pretty ugly that one was ugly.
1: That was that was a bad one.
0: I think it was twelve twelve five and I think oh, Jack maybe. just ended up throwing Ephesus to let the Guardians get back into the game. But nonetheless, Slimes swept the series. Um in an ugly one. Steven thoughts, anything? Not much to talk about, but
1: I mean with all the non players on their respective teams having to hit left handed, I mean, you could tell it was just gonna be a weird series, but you know, it was fun how it played out and Obviously, it's weird playing for a team that you don't usually play with because there's, like, less to play with or yeah. play for. But it was fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like like I said before, and Steven just said it, it was actually extremely fun to play in because there were so many home runs. There was like, oh, my God. I don't even know what to say about that series. But we'll move on to the Pigs Vindicator series. Do you even know, Dawson, do you even know the outcome of that series? Nope. He doesn't even know the outcome of that series. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> Steven apparently doesn't either. Yeah, everybody had to go to uh, their their practices for their sports. So, um, you know, it was a good series. Uh, the first game, Aiden Wild, um, ended up getting some runs on Alex Wick in the last inning. Uh, they ended up winning that game six to one. They put up a 6 spot on Alex. Uh, they weren't able able to recover. Uh, highlighted by a Andrew Warren home run in, in the first inning. Uh, that was the only run for the pigs, but. You know, you saw that game, Steven. Um, what are your thoughts on what happened in the game one between Wilde and Wick?
1: Um, I think Wilde and Wick both pitched very well um, from what I saw.
0: Alex struggled in the third inning, but he was having a great day. He was shutting down the Vindicators. He got out of a couple jams, but he kind of lost in the last inning. But, yeah, he, nonetheless, a good performance.
1: Yeah, they showed why they were two good captains that just were unfortunate throughout the season. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um <laughs> I did, I did see, uh, they showed as to why they were the bottom two captains, though. Um, Wilde had a decent day. Um, actually, Wilde did not show why he was uh, not in the playoffs. Wilde showed it why he should have been in the playoffs. Alex didn't have the greatest of days. Uh, game two, the Vindicators ended up winning as well, 7-5. Uh, to five. Um, Jake Haas struggled uh, very uncharacteristically from Jake Haas. Uh, he struggled and uh, Alex came in to shut him down. He ended up d- doing pretty well, only giving up one run in the last two innings. Uh, Cody Lots pitched for the Vindicators, but he got pulled out in the last inning, and Aiden Wild was able to close out the game in a 7-5 to victory there. Um, hmm. I don't have anybody with me now that saw that game. Um, it was actually a tough game. Yeah. To um, did you, Steven, you saw a little bit of it? I you saw it.
1: I was a third base on for the last inning.
0: Oh, you were at the game? I was
1: there.
0: Oh, all right. So then I guess we'll have Steven tell us what went on in that game as well.
1: Um, I was very impressed by Aiden Wilde coming in the third inning. Um, being on my team, the Dodgers, last season, um, he definitely showed a lot of maturity being out there in a high-stress situation, and he handled it with ease. It was very impressive to see.
0: Yeah, and I just think uh, I, I talked about it on the uh, podcast a little bit ago, um, how the Pigs haven't played in three weeks. They haven't played with each other in three weeks. I think that showed um you know andrew warren and evan list they haven't played with one a long time even though andrew warren did actually hit a home run just the chemistry wasn't there for the pigs um it was for the vindicators uh that duo of cody and uh andrew warren and brayden lamont showed up for the first time in a while so you know i really think the chemistry was what beat uh the pigs for the vindicators and uh hopefully alex he can turn that around for the 2022 season and wild could keep that rolling but it was a much better series than what we saw on the Slime Guardian side. So. Did you have something to say, Nelson?
2: I was just going to ask if um, Vindicator's sweeping would like was an upset. Was that expected? or No, uh, 100% unexpected. I'd
1: say that was an uh, upset.
2: Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking because, I mean, the Pigs, the way they've been doing, uh, beating the Wolves especially, um, you'd think they would be able to easily pull a victory off of the Vindicators, but, I mean... Not apparently not. And so.
1: also, the Vindicators had nothing to play for in terms of getting the first overall pick. So you'd think they wouldn't like try so hard to get the win, but they did yeah. and they ended up winning and now Jack has the <laughs> number 1 overall pick.
0: Yeah. I think Wild just took everything we talked about personally. You know, he he just he saw us kind of throwing his team under the bus a little bit, which we were, I'll, I will admit. We we didn't expect the Vindicators to do well, and I think Wild just took that to heart and uh put together quite a performance, but in the end, it was two last-place teams in their division, so there was really no extreme favorite, but I did, I would have been more um, shocked if the, yeah. when the Vindicators won than the Pigs. So.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, we'll go on to the World Series. I know this is going to be a fun one. Um, we'll have Dawson go last because he's going to be like a tiebreaker, I guess you can say. Of course, I think the Wolves are going to win because I am the captain of the <laughs> Wolves, and of course Steven <laughs> thinks the Blaze are going to win because he's the captain of the Blaze um, Steven, I'm going to have you start it off. Give me three keys uh, to for your victory.
1: Um, I mean, number one, it obviously has to be Denny Romester on the mound. He was lights out in the first playoff series. I mean, he showed, I mean, he looked like a Cy Young candidate out there. I mean, the drop ball, every single pitch that he was throwing was just immaculate. Um, number two, I'd have to say Jack Juliker because he has not played wiffle ball in Two weeks, I believe. So it's going to be interesting to see him back here. And he, obviously, he's one of our main bats um, in the lineup. So he's going to be huge for us.
0: Was he there for the playoffs for you guys? Is he playing the playoffs against the Slime or no? No, he was not So there. it's been three weeks for him. Three weeks
2: of wow. football. Mm. Last time that happened to me, my team didn't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we, we've seen... Like, That's not a good sign. People, A lot of people kind of like put that aside as not a big, uh, not a big thing that should be... Um, should decide anything, but it really decides stuff. The Pigs, you know, saw what happened to the Pigs. Uh, you know, we saw what happened to Dawson in uh, was Week 5. I mean, it's a big factor.
2: I brought a yeah. wiffle ball on vacation last week, though, guys, even though it didn't matter because <laughs> I wasn't even going to be there for any games. But um, like we're talking about, it's important um, when playing wiffle ball to keep your, um, I guess, your pitches on point because if you, like, if you start to let them slip, They'll. It's hard to get them back just because, like, the muscle memory just doesn't stay there. It's um, you. You really need to, like, practice makes perfect. Um, in this case, for sure. But yeah, uh,
0: Stephen, continue with your
2: third one.
1: Um, my third one. Um, I've been saying this phrase a lot, and it's mental toughness. On my last podcast, if you had a drinking game, and every time I said mental toughness, you took a shot. You'd probably be dead on the floor because I said it so many times. <laughs> But I've said it so many times to my team to just be like mentally locked in and Wiffleball is such a mental game. And I think it's really important for Jake Leach this series because I'm not going to lie, in the playoff game versus the slime, he was just in the box. He's a hell of a hitter, but mentally he was taking every single pitch and it was he was living in his own head rent-free. <laughs> and... But I'm expecting for him tomorrow to have his confidence up. I need him to start well in Game 1. That way he'll be confident throughout the series. And when he's confident, he's a very good bat to have 4th in my lineup.
0: Yeah, all those are extremely uh, big points. Um, I just was talking with a few players of the league, and uh, Dawson, you can confirm this. Um, A lot of them think the Blaze are going to win this series. Um just because of the secondary pitching matchup, the wolves are a little bit uh outmatched there, but they did agree if Jeff Owen were to pick up a win on the mound, the
2: wolves would win the series.
0: Would you agree with that
2: uh well there's there's still controversy there because I think um Steven um, could put up a great fight against you, yeah. and I think if your team gets down. I feel like your team would be tough to pick back up just because you are always picking them up and you're always on the um, positive side of a game and so you never actually have to pick them up from like being sad or anything. But I think they've never had like a hardship. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they've they never had the... Um, they don't know what it feels like, like the Guardians, to be absolutely pooped on in a game. So <laughs> I feel like you guys... Steven could put up a good fight. You guys are... You you get some get some
0: work to do. Yeah, we did it last year. You know, we were six and zero going into the playoffs, and we ended up playing the Dodgers. We faced some hardship. We it was the best two out of three series. We were down down one zero. We came back. So, hopefully, I'm hoping if uh, we were to go down in the series again, we were to pull something out similar to that. Uh, I am going to go to my three keys. Um, for me, I'm going to go on the individual side for the first one. Uh, my pitching, I need to locate the risers early. Um, I just thrive off my risers. If my riser's not working, then I have to go to pitches that I'm not as confident with, um, like a drop ball or a slider, that um, it's more likely you have a chance to be left hanging. So it's really important for me to find the risers early so I can keep the hitters off balance. If I don't find the risers early, that could be in trouble. Um, For number two, I think it's just going to be discipline at the plate. Uh, You know, Denny, he's been extraordinary lately. All of you agree, he's like probably one of the toughest pitchers to be at the moment but you look back during the course of the season he had a few bad games now if we're disciplined and we you know we get three walks in a row from Danny or even two and he kind of gets in his own head and he spirals into the player that we saw him during like the early stages of the season i think we can beat him um you know like it's still the same kid and it was only what two months ago if we could pull it out, pull that from him, I think we'd we'll be good.
2: The um, When we played the Blaze in our regular season series, um, Steven was not able to be there the second game. And like you said, if you get into Denny's head, he's, he kind of just falls Darn. apart. He That very well showed during our second game versus the Blaze. He was pitching, and um, he actually ended up taking himself out, but he could not throw anything that worked well. And weren't your instructions not to have him
1: take himself out? I said, under no circumstances should you ever not be on the mound. And
2: <laughs> yeah, he still it, took himself out. And up. that's because he did not have the mental toughness to, um, <laughs> like Stephen's always talking about, he didn't have the mental toughness to stay in there. And um, that's um, it's going to be a big factor in this game on whether or not Denny can keep his head on straight. Yeah.
0: Going along with that, we just got we have to know when to take hard cuts. Like, uh, if you're up three one a account and you know denny's going to throw something down the middle for you because he doesn't want to walk you that's the time you're taking a hard cut trying to hit a dinger um you know i i am i do the same thing i will be like it'll be a o2 count and i'm trying to take a dinger swing no you can't you can't do that you have to put the ball you have to know your circumstances put the ball in play on o2 3-1 is when you take a dinger swing um that's something for myself along with uh the rest of my teammates, and actually that's more geared toward myself. I'm pretty bad about that, but <laughs> yeah. everybody yeah, else for sure for sure. everybody else has to know when to when to make certain swings um third and final factor I really don't it's just let's see, you know, this is an underrated one, fielding uh we can't make errors. uh the blades are not going to give us a bunch of uh routine flyouts and um ground balls that are easy. If we get these ground balls and we goof them up, or we drop fly balls, and the blaze start like running around the base paths, that's not good. Because I can't name a slow person on the blaze roster. I can't name one that's mm. even mediocre. They're all stupid fast. So, you know, I think we just can't let them go crazy on the base paths. We have to know when to not throw the ball at them to try to peg them. We have to know when to when to throw the ball. It you know, it's defense is huge, and uh, that just that is kind of like a hidden factor in this game. Nobody really thinks about defense and wiffle ball. It's kinda of who can hit more home runs and who pitches better. But I think that's underrated.
2: And like you were saying, the Blaze are when they hit your ground ball, it's not going to be a soft ground ball. When they hit you um and like you said, they're not going to hit the flyouts. They're going to have line drives, hard ground balls, and those are in wiffle ball, especially the way they can take skips and hops all over the place. It's going to be tough to execute and um to make plays on the Wolf side of things. So uh Yeah, big factor is going to be um, Wolves' defense for sure.
1: Put the ball on the ground, and a win will be found.
2: Good
0: one. Oh, that's great. That's nice 2021. Woo! Wow. I like it. So, I guess we'll go to Dawson now. Um, This is an interesting one. I'm going to sit back and listen to this one. Who's going to win? All right.
2: So. Who's going to win? I'm going to say straight out that it could go either way, but. I think the Blaze... Uh I need need a Blaze Wolves answer. I think the Blaze are going to pull it out for this reason. Because um, even though the Wolves could get in Denny's head, I think that Steven can keep Denny's head on straight regardless of what the circumstances are in the games. So if Steven um, pitches like he knows how and hits the strike zone like he always does, um, the Wolves, they don't... um, I don't think they do too well with pitches that move that much. Maybe, like, because, Andrew, you always swing and miss at mostly every 0-2 hit, uh, every 2 2 pitch, because you just want to put the ball in play. Now, like you were saying, that's not that's not the goal of an 0-2 swing. Not even 0-2 swing. Most likely, um, the pitches that are thrown on 0-2 aren't even going to hit the strike zone, unless they're trying to, you know, peg it in there. But on someone like you, a hitter like you, they're not going to try to peg the strike zone right down the middle on 0-2. Um, but the blaze, what needs to happen is Steven needs to pitch like he knows how against, um, Andrew. And if Andrew, like you said, his risers not on, which could very well happen. Risers, um, they're tough to master sometimes, but he could, um, he could be, he could be walk after walk after hit by pitch. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and then when Denny's on the mound, um, like I said before, Steven is, I think he'll be really able to keep Denny's head on straight regardless of the circumstance and that's what needs to happen with Denny. Denny will be able to pitch like he's been pitching the past few weeks and he pitches like that um, your secondary the Wolves' secondary pitchers are no match for um, for Denny so that's what I, that's how, that's what I'm saying yeah I, I think this uh this series is going to be exactly
0: like uh, the slime blaze It's going to be one nothing games so you know if Denny walks in one run. That could be the loss for the game. Uh then vice versa. If I walk in and run, that could be the loss for us. So it's really gonna be, you know, who's who has more
1: mental toughness, baby. Boom. Yes. We're
0: working it into this podcast. So but yeah, I, I think it's going to be, you know, they're gonna be two one, one nothing, maybe three if it's a really good hitting day for the teams. These are gonna be low scoring games. Um and even with Jeff, I think Jeff, you know, you guys are very the blades are very well in contact hitting.
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: wouldn't say you have the most power out of any any in the league. Now Jack Juliker can hit one out pretty well. Steven can hit one out. Denny can't hit him out all that well. He gets you I'm know he gets lefty, Huh? Yeah, not not lefty. Lefty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know, he gets flyouts to deep deep uh deep anywhere, I guess. And then Jake Leach kind of does the same thing. He doesn't usually hit the ball out a lot. So if uh you know Jeff Owen can find the strike zone, and you know, but not have Steven or Jack hit a home run every single time and get flyouts Then you know Jeff gives up four runs that's not gonna be an easy win for us, but it's doable. Four runs on Denny if he's having a bad game, and I think we we put up three runs on Steven last time, so obviously there were one run away there, but you know four runs if Jeff only gives up four, that's a chance.
1: Jeff will not be giving up four runs against us.
2: We'll see. We'll see. Je- hang on. We'll see. Jeff um he he's he can he's a pretty easy pitcher to hit. Uh, I'm not going to lie cuz we we yeah. played him that game against um the playoff game even though we lost it to Jeff off a walk-off win. Walk-off walk. Walk-off walk hit walk by off pitch. Walk-off walk. <laughs> yeah, hit by pitch. It was so anticlimactic too. Yeah. He hit him and you're like, "We won!" <laughs> <laughs> And that's not the way you want to win, uh, lose a game or win a game, really. Um, but, like I said, Jeff and – that's like the brothers. When they get mad, they start chucking the ball, and it doesn't work. And um, and then you calm down. I think you Jeff's actually pretty good
0: about not chucking the ball. No, he, he chucks the ball he did, when he gets he up like 0-2. But then when it's he, not
2: a strike. Well, and then you end up – and then he ends up hitting you or you end up cranking one. But um, – like you guys were talking about mental toughness, I have to ask the question which team do you think has more mental toughness between the Wolves and the Blaze? Okay, let's do this piece by piece. Me versus Steven, who's got more mental toughness.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, this is tough because <laughs> Steven's like the mental toughness master. <laughs> I created the phrase. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we gotta go Steve. Gotta go Steve. He created but, it. He created but it. with it. you, though, you have. You have the ability to make your team have mental toughness, because you can like you can just pick them up. Usually, you're not having to pick them up, but you're hyping them up, even though you're already winning. <laughs> so you're kind of like kind of like, let's go, guys. Even though you're up by ten runs, you know what I'm saying? But like, that's um, you know what I'm saying. You know, I realize I said that too. <laughs> Actually when you think about it, Steven's probably got more mental toughness because yeah. you can pick your team up, but individual. individually, yes. Yeah. Steven, I would say, has more mental toughness.
0: Okay, so that'd be one that'd be one nothing blaze. We break this down. Who's got more mental toughness? Jeff or Denny? I don't think Denny has much. Yeah, like we said, De- Denny, I think He Denny not more. keep
2: his head on straight. Usually I'd have to say Jeff. Yeah. And
0: then Xander or <laughs> Jack. Juliker. It's gotta be Juliker. Well okay. I just don't I don't think it's Juliker because
1: Juleker doesn't care enough
0: to... That's not, exactly that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say, say about Xander. Xander doesn't care that much. Neither, like, Paz... Okay, Xander re-
2: got in a fight in the last series, <laughs> He just okay? wants to
0: make it fun, because it was a no-hitter going, he wasn't
2: having fun, he was, like... Okay, I, but listen, I, Xander is such a space cookie. He, <laughs> he like, he's there, and it would be there'd be a situation where you throw him, like, four balls in a row, and he's like, is that ball four? Because he just stands there, you know? He just jokes around. And um, I wouldn't helpful? say that's mental toughness. That's just mental unawareness. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jack Juleker, the day, the week we played him when Denny took himself out, Jack was just throwing straight balls to Ephesus. He didn't care. He was like, uh, we lost this game, and I can't do anything about it, which is not the attitude you want to have if you have mental toughness. So this is a very tough choice um, between Xander and Jack because neither of them really um... care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I would say. I'd say the
0: same with... Actually, you know, Leach probably has more mental toughness than Paz, because Leach—you could tell Leach is kind of like he wants—he wants to win a lot, a lot Paz more. Paz those than...
2: too, and he, but he—it's because um, Paz came in later. When you guys won, he wasn't as hyped in the playoffs because he, he wasn't there the whole year. Yeah, he—he he didn't know what it's like to be on the team, like with yeah. the team chemistry. He didn't get that full experience, so yeah. So we're gonna have to go with the Blaze. The Blaze. I think the Blaze got more mental toughness. All right, we'll Steven, see. Steven's phrase. All as I, I can say.
0: So. We'll see. We'll see. I'm excited. I don't know about you. I'm excited. This is going to be a good series. I've thrown yeah. wiffle balls three separate times for the last seven days, at least.
1: I have not thrown a wiffle ball in a good week. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: that sounds amazing.
1: It's football season.
0: And the last time Denny pitched to me, I hit three dingers off of him left-handed. So.
1: That's what we like to say.
0: <laughs> so. Alright, we'll move on. Uh, Dawson, I don't think you're going to be extremely involved in this uh, segment MLW. You don't watch a lot of it, do you? All right, MLW. Uh, we just saw the Gators and Mallard series. Um, just came off that series. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about our top teams in this league. I won't spoil it for you, Stephen, as you haven't watched it yet. But uh, you know what? Who are your top teams in the league right now? I know I got a couple opinions from uh Alex and Jack in the podcast before.
1: I am all in on the Diamondbacks. Um, Jimmy Norp is my lord and savior. Um, he's just absolutely filthy. I mean, get Norped. I want a t-shirt so badly. (laughs) I I would pay an unspeakable amount of money just to get that t-shirt. It's
0: going on. It's right on the website. Okay.
2: (laughs) Uh, The thing is, I don't have money. (laughs) Um,
1: And also, I've always been a big Alec Ward guy. And I'm a big fan of the Preds with Ryan Crashed. I mean, the kid's filthy. Alec Ward, in my lately. opinion, is a great
0: pitcher. He has sucked lately.
1: It's okay. Mental toughness.
0: And he's he was 3-0. Oh, he's now 3-5. and Cratch.
1: It'll work itself out. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and also, um, Zerlag, his Ooh, team. Gators. The Great Lakes Gators. You,
0: they got the sweep against the Mallards, so...
1: I've always liked him just because he's a young player. I've always been a fan of young players in, like, every sports league ever. But I really like his team and just their whole concept of their roster and everything. I think they're deep and they have a good squad.
0: Yeah, no, he had a great series, Zerlag like did, against the uh, Mallards. Uh, the Mallards aren't even, I think they're out of the playoffs. So, um, I actually, I the Diamondbacks are, top, are the top team. They're the standard right now. Jimmy Norp is ridiculous. He's got Jonah Heath um, alongside him. Michael Shima hits. Ben Wilson hits. Literally, that whole team is absolutely ridiculous. Um, But a close second, I think the Western Wildcats. I just think, you can tell me if I'm wrong here. Nick Saylor's the best hitter in the league.
1: Is that Drew Davis's team?
0: N- <laughs> no, Nick Crap, Saylor. I'm assuming not. Wildcats? Number is
1: that, nine. Is that
0: Schultz's team? Yeah.
1: Okay. Oh, they're a very, they're the most fundamentally sound team in the league. But
0: Nick Saylor, best hitter, right? Absolutely.
1: I mean, I have to agree with that, but they're just so, like, fundamentally sound. Like, they just kind of do everything right. You can tell they have a great captain, and they're just very smart. They have a veteran presence there, veteran approach to the plate, and they're just a deep team.
0: Yeah. And uh, just one last team I'd like to talk about that. There's always one like surprise team that makes a deep playoff run. I got the Magic this year. I know everybody's going to think I'm crazy for that one. Uh, Jack Agner's Metro Magic with uh, Jason Chadwick. I think Jason Chadwick is very, very underrated in this league. You look at the Magic record. They are sitting at 4-5 and five going into their series against the Diamondbacks. They have lost Game 2. Every single time, except for uh, week one. So they, they keep losing game two because they don't have a secondary pitcher. When you get to the playoffs, there's no pitching restrictions. I think Jason Chadwick is going to be able to beat. Um, he's going to be facing probably the either the Predators or the Cobras, either one of those teams, if they end up do making the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, I like he can win a two-game series. He can win best two out of three. I think Chadwick has the ability to make a deep playoff run. I know the Magic aren't even near the top of the standings, but, you know, I see it happening.
1: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Swagner guy. Yeah, I awesome. like him a lot. Jason Chadwick looks like he could be Zerlag's uh, dad. <laughs> just, he looks so old to be in the league, but it's kind of funny because it's just like an old team that just goes out there. They're not even that old. They're all in college. But, <laughs> <laughs> it's old to us. Yeah, they just, like, go out there, and they're just a good team, and they're fun. Like, that's a really big thing to me, is if you're a fun team to watch, And, like, when I see their name pop up on my YouTube homepage, I usually watch their games just for them.
0: Yep. And a question for Steven Doctor. We always talk about Steven Doctor, I think we said it last time, as the freaking wizard master, wizard manager. How in the world do you pick a team? Like, you got this team that is getting hot at the right time. Juliker, we said he was a bust, and he was a bust in the beginning of the year, and all of a sudden he's like a top hitter. Denny, we said he was a bust. He comes in and like was a, a captain. Ter- t- he's a, a captain. Actually. Was a terrible pitcher in the beginning of the year, and now he's like a Cy Young candidate. How the hell do you do it?
1: Um, How do you do it? It
0: just <laughs> it uh,
1: I take a lot of time pre draft. Like I've already started my draft board. But uh, I I just, I know these kids. I've known them for such a long time. And I look for all the right things. Availability is the best ability. And I think my team has been one of the best when it comes to showing up. The Wolves, I'd say, are the best. But the Blaze are a close second, I believe. And obviously, having Jake Leach on my team as my neighbor, you know, we're able to get a lot of work in. Denny Romiser works by himself, and withdrew. Cap! <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Well, um, and also having the veteran presence of Mitchell Edgar in the group chat. When he refuses, <laughs> when he refuses to leave the group chat, it just warms my soul. Um, oh my just having his presence on the team really just helps us have a lighthearted attitude towards the game. And I think they all like feed off of each other, because they've always been friends. And it's just, like, easy to play with them because they're just good people. So, And it just makes Wiffleball more fun, which makes you play harder and win more games. And we
0: got one more thing. I have gotten word from my father and his friends that they are ready to play us in Wiffleball. Um, my father and his two, three friends will be coming to the Glades on Sunday the Saturday the eleventh Saturday the eleventh A W L All Stars will be taking on the A W L All Stars fathers, so and and friends father and friends so that'll be interesting. Uh, How do you think we'll fare against the old Akron Merchants? They will be hit
1: with a five hundred mech truck deluxe right across the face. I think they're going to get smoked is a lot different than wiffle ball. Apparently Chucky played wiffle ball when he was... Well, Chucky Baseball is just a stud. <laughs> he's, he's inspirational. I want to grow up to be
0: like him. Except don't root for the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, or Ohio State. Or Ohio State, yeah. He's made a lot of bad choices when it comes to liking uh, sports, sports teams. teams. But other than that, or the Cincinnati Reds to make it even worse. <laughs> I hate all of his favorite teams. <laughs> but he's, he's very insp- inspirational. Same traps playing, right? Trap and Roach. Oh, boy. It's going to be a classic. I've known those guys literally since I was born. And now we're playing <laughs> with football ball against And now we're playing with football ball against them, and there's going to be no mercy.
0: Dawson, <laughs> what are your thoughts on us playing against uh,
2: um, some old guys, but they're definitely good baseball players back in their prime? I remember when we we were at your house for some reason and the the guys I don't know if it was because they were drinking or it was because they were just amazed but we were pitching to them and they didn't they couldn't seem to like fathom how the ball was moving like that I feel they've probably warmed up to it by now um but if we do lose that would be um that would be devastating for us to <laughs> yeah say that's, the least yeah, <laughs> that would we would not uh, I don't think we'd be able to hear the end of that just because you know it's you don't expect to lose to a bunch of old guys. Well, my dad pitches to me all the time. I hit nukes.
0: I, I hit nukes, and I every time I throw a low riser in the zone, he's like, "I'll never swing at that. I'll never swing at that." It's at my ankles and it hits the strike zone. So I like he's re- he's waiting for that fastball down the middle, which is never gonna happen in football. So you know. Um, I don't think they can contend with us, but that's why we're playing the game because you never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I I talked to Dawson and we talked about going to a tournament as well. A W L is expanding, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. We sir. are. We are playing. We are expanding to tournaments. We are playing against other leagues. I'm trying to set up another game with a another, wiffle uh, ball league out in Leroy, uh, Leroy Wiffle Association. They just finished their season, so shout out to them. But, you know, we're having a lot of fun and. I just want to play more wiffle ball. I don't
2: know about mm-hmm. you
1: guys, but you don't know how much you love wiffle ball until you let it go, as a great Bruno Mars said. He <laughs> worded it a different, little differently in a song, but you only know how much you love wiffle ball until you let it go.
0: But I'm not letting <laughs> it go, so. Uh, you we kind of get that quote quote unquote let it go experience during the winter. You know what I mean? Because like we can't no oh. <laughs> you just said you don't like them. <laughs> you don't know how much you love wiffle ball until you let it go so <laughs> <laughs> <Let> it go. <laughs> but anyways you know once this season is over we'll end in uh, we'll end tomorrow and uh, we'll play a few games in September just ex- exhibition games we might play a tournament in October but once the snow comes we don't play wiffle ball we got like a what a four month four or five month hiatus where we literally don't throw wiffle balls I mean other than like Ten foot, ten foot distances in our basement. Find a
1: room in your
2: garage. Yeah,
0: find something. So in a way, we kind of get our love for wiffle ball revamped in April because we're finally able to get outside and throw wiffle balls and have fun with it. So I think uh, you know it. It kind of gets revamped. The love gets revamped every year. So I think that's a big reason as to why we we love it so much. Because like you said, we lose it and then we gain it back. So. Mm-hmm. Are right, any uh segments you guys want to talk about really quick? Um, any World Series topics? Oh, I will talk about this. I don't know how much of an impact it's going to have. Um, fans going. Do you think that's going to affect anyone in any way? We're gonna have, we're gonna have close to thirty people watching the
2: World Series. Hmm. That might um. Takes hot takes. But yeah, oh, the fans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, the fans. That, I think. Depending on who shows up for what team, it could definitely have a big factor in um in who wins. And there's something I wanna say. On our in our travel team, um, for baseball, I could argue the fact that we have the best fan base out of any team. There in was the no league. argument. There was no <laughs> like, argument. Yeah. We Everywhere we go, no we matter where it fans. is, how far away it is, we always have like everyone's parents, grandparents, like it's crazy and that's And it's great fun to have that big of a crowd cheering you on. So it's, it's going to come down to who has, um, who has that um, fan base on their sidelines cheering them on. Yeah. And we'll move on to hot takes. How many hot takes do you got?
1: Let's say one for each. All
2: right, we'll
0: go one for each. Steve, you start us off. You're the master of hot takes.
1: Um, I think that Jake Leach will have the series of his life. I think he is going to be locked in he's going to have peak mental toughness (laughs) i take a shot ladies and gentlemen i've said it again and i think he's going to have a great game one and he's going to carry that over for the next two games and help us sweep (laughs) 3-0 because that is definitely going to happen and i don't care what anybody says All um, right.
0: Steve wants to get home before football practice. That would be amazing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, all right, Dawson, go ahead. All right. I think yours is going to be Jeff. That's what I'm saying right now. But uh, I don't want to say Jeff because I don't have <laughs> – I don't think – I just don't think that it's going to have um, – he's not going to perform any better than he has. He hasn't performed – has a – Go ahead. I would Go like ahead. to say something about Jeff Owen. That kid took
1: my uh, my pants off in, in the <laughs> All-Star game. He, what? He threw a knock drop to me. That it's not, I mean, he, it's just, he just smacked fly. me right in the <laughs> noggin with whatever the heck that was. It was going right down the middle. and That thing dropped like I've never seen before. <laughs> I faced Jack Kladzinski plenty of times. That was one of the nastiest pitches I've ever seen in my life, Steve. It's a slider.
0: Like I got off. I got. I literally just got off the phone with Jeff before we recorded this, talking to him about strategy for uh, tomorrow. He's like, "Don't worry, I could get Steven. He can't hit my knuckle drop,
2: which is absolutely correct." Wait, <laughs> he violated me with that. In the Oscar what's game. his slider? His slider drops.
0: Yeah, right? he doesn't have a slider. He just drops. He
2: throws it and it's like... <laughs> boop, boop. Like, I don't get it. He, I was does like, he have a knuck drop when I, that's nasty as well or is it just a slider? It's just a slider. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he has a so, slider grip and it's so,
0: disgusting. When I, t- when I taught him it, I was like, all right, Jeff, here's your slider grip. Just throw it like that and it should like you know go right to left. He throws it and it, goes, it drops like a screwball
2: drop. And I'm like, what the... All right, it works. It works.
0: So, yeah, you were going
2: about...
0: Uh, you. I was going about
2: right. why it's not Jeff. Okay. Um, and then we started talking about Jeff. Um... But I'm going to say that um, – I don't even know. There's so many that I could say. You said Jake Leach. And
1: you could double up.
2: I'm I'm not going to double up. I'm going to say – and I think since I'm saying someone else on the Blaze, I feel like the Blaze have a great chance of winning this. Denny Romiser. He – listen, hear me out. He can um, – like you said, the mental toughness. But he has been on point for like – the past three or three two or three weeks, he's played wiffle ball, and that's uh, he and that's very uh, that's very important because since he's played so well past weeks leading up to this, um, he doesn't have anything to lose. He can he can just pour it on even more. So I think Danny Romoser is going to come in with a shutout, especially against Jeff because just all right. Go ahead, talk about Jeff. Your hot take. I didn't say Jeff was my hot well, take. My hot take is Danny's
0: going to suck. <laughs> right. that's my hot take he's, he's been so confident he just got his new computer so he's he hasn't been spending his time throwing wiffle balls he's been trying to figure out how to update a computer or something for the past 48 the hours the window. yeah I gotta see his computer first <laughs> so but anyways um, he's gonna come in cocky Struck me out pretty well in the All Star game. He's gonna think he can He'll do, do it, it again.
2: again. He's he gonna ding- think he can do it again. I hit He I hit.
0: I hit dingers off of him left handed. I'm telling you, Danny's gonna think he's gonna do well. We're gonna put up five runs, and Jeff's gonna beat him. And second of all, Jeff's gonna beat him. That's my.
2: <laughs> None
0: Jeff wins a game. Wolves win the series. Wolves in five. That's all I gotta say. All right. All right. All right. That's a wrap for episode number five. Uh, before I uh. Uh, exit the podcast um, I would like to congratulate the Akron golf team on winning their first uh, game their match today uh, yeah. they are 1-0 uh, and wish a good luck to the Akron cross country team which Dawson plays on and the Akron football team which Steven plays on so uh, congr- uh, good luck sorry, to all of the Akron sports teams and the 1-0 golf team congratulations we'll see you guys uh, next week as we recap what went on at the world series and we will do a little bit of off season stuff uh announce captains team names all that kind of jazz so all right we'll talk to you guys later see you later bye